it's great to have you joining us on Radio Free Georgia's In Tune to Nature program. I'm host Carrie Freeman, coming to you in February of 2024 from Atlanta in the Muscogee Creek Territory in the Piedmont regions in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountain Range. Today, we're going to be talking about the environmental justice and ecological health aspects of the Save the Atlanta Forest movement, also known as the Stop Cop City movement in Southeast Atlanta, comprised of many allied groups of citizens who over the last several years are working to stop the installation and building of a multi-million dollar mega law enforcement training center in a forested watershed area, where it is unwanted by the adjacent human community and by the wildlife residents too. To tell us about that ongoing legal effort is Dr. Jacqueline Eccles, board president of the South River Watershed Alliance. Let me tell you about her and her organization. South River Watershed Alliance is the only organization protecting the health and cleanliness of the Atlanta area's South River. The South River is one of only two urban origin rivers in the state of Georgia. Its watershed comprises approximately 544 square miles of creeks and streams that drain large sections of seven counties. The river is a headwater of Georgia's largest freshwater system, the Akmulji and Altamaha River Basins, which feed into the Atlantic Ocean. The South River Watershed Alliance is always welcoming volunteers, helping to protect a neglected river and strengthening impacted communities. Their website is southriverga.org. Our guest is the board president, Dr. Jacqueline Jackie Eccles. She's been an environmental activist in support of water and tree protection for 25 years. In 1997, Dr. Eccles helped to organize the community-based grassroots organization Clean Streams Task Force as part of the 1997 Upper Chattahoochee Riverkeeper Federal Consent Decree. The task force advocated for the total separation of Atlanta's combined sewer overflow system affecting both the Chattahoochee and South Rivers. As a result, three combined sewage discharges into the South River were eliminated. In 2010, Dr. Eccles assumed her current role of board president of South River Watershed Alliance. In 2017, Dr. Eccles received Green Law's Environmental Hero Award for her years of work and dedication to protecting the environment. Welcome, Dr. Eccles. Good to have you back on the show. Oh, thank you. Good to be here. Well, I've got to say, I'm surprised to hear that the Cop City Mega Training Center is currently being built on the old prison farm land because I had thought that its construction was prevented or in limbo due to pending legal actions and protests in the potential local referendum. Is it currently being built? And, and like, how far along are they? Uh, yeah, I mean, they have. Uh, well, I always say it's it's been under construction now since uh over a year now uh probably the beginning of of last year when they were when the land disturbance permit was approved by DeKalb County Hmm. Uh, I think it was last actually that's February late January last February yeah uh and yeah I mean city of Atlanta uh, uh at least the uh police uh, foundation, Atlanta Police Foundation rushed out. They had had hired their contractors, and they rushed out and demolished, started to demolish the tree canopy because oh. they knew that we were going to sue. Right. Uh, but uh, they had a land disturbance permit, and uh, 
you know, they were hedging their bet that uh, it would be difficult to stop them. And even if they did, they could make the case, well, we made all of this progress, you know, so you can't stop us now kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, that was the whole idea. They they got a, a land disturbance permit. They rushed right out. And believe me, they have been, they, they destroyed the tree canopy before they even had all of the permits That's awesome. uh, to handle sediment and stormwater. So they violated a lot of regulatory requirements as it relates to that facility, but no one's enforcing it. So, you know, uh, that's that's kind of what happens. And to help us situate where this is happening geographically in Southeast Atlanta, tell us how the South River watershed and its rivers are connected to the land area that's slated to become Cop City. Sure. Um, actually, the, the stream, the tributary to the South River that's directly impacted is Entrenchment Creek. Okay. Uh, and um, it, uh, Entrenchment Creek is a headwater stream. I mean, it starts in Atlanta. And as a matter of fact, uh, it's wholly, the, the creek in Atlanta itself is wholly encased in Atlanta's combined sewer system. Mm. So the progress that we made uh, with your introduction yeah. back in the early 2000s, uh, really uh, impacted uh, Entrenchment Creek a lot. Um, a good way, you, know, you mean. In a good way, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, but still, the creek is totally encased in pipes. Ah. Uh, and right there in the heart of Atlanta, actually from around the old Brave Stadium down to right past uh, the zoo. Okay. On Boulevard, yeah, uh, but it's it's all encased in sewer pipes, and so the discharge of stormwater and sewage from that system is into Entrenchment Creek. Mm. So it carries all all of the sewage, all of the stormwater, primarily from downtown Atlanta, uh, on the on the east side, southeast side of uh, southeast side of town, and Entrenchment Creek from Atlanta flows all the way to the South River, you know, and actually creates, flows through the, what was the South River forest, uh, the, the, the contiguous 300 acres of South River forest before the training facility. Wow. Uh, the South River forest was a 300 acre spot site mm -hmm. and the creek ran through it. Uh, and what we have now in terms of Cop City, as you know, it's uh, comprised of 171 acres. And then what's left of that 300 acres is 125 acres. So Entrenchment Creek separates the 125 acres that are left from the 171-acre Cop City site. That's the best way to think about it. Okay. And... Interesting that we're talking about Entrenchment Creek, too, because just to add some personal context, I have to tell everyone that just this week, I walked along the South River Trail as part of a GSU Humanities Center walk shop led by Dr. Gina Kaysen. And it was starting around the Gresham Park neighborhood until the trail reached a bridge under a road where the trail was barricaded off, I guess, 
by the police and we weren't supposed to go any further. We couldn't go under the bridge. And but the bridge was painted with all this stop cop city and defend the Atlanta forest graffiti, including this very sad cartoon rabbit with a quote bubble coming out of the rabbit's mouth saying defend the forest. I'll try to put a picture of it because it's very it's very compelling. Um, and then like we could hear right there, we could hear all these helicopters. Well, really, for most of the walk, but especially there. And one of the professors was trying to use her bird song identification app on her smartphone during the walk. But the app said there was too much background noise to identify the birds. <laughs> Have you had a similar experience with like machine noises in that area? Is that common? You know, uh, well, that used to be, the, you know, the trail to through the through Entrenchment Creek Park, which itself the park Entrenchment Creek Park Park itself is separate from the 300 acres. Okay. The park itself is in, you know, uh, unincorporated uh, decap. And the park is 136 acres on its own. So in terms of total green space before the total, before it being destroyed now, you had 100, you had 300 acres, and then you had the 136 acre uh, in Trichman Creek Park. So you had close to a 500 acre site. Hmm. And uh, it's being threatened from by DeKalb County and the city of Atlanta. So yeah, you mentioned uh, the bridge, you mentioned uh, uh, leaving Gresham Park, headed up the South, the they call it South River Trail. Uh, and I mean, it's, it was a lot of honest, uh, undisturbed green space. So, yeah, I mean, you have a lot of birds. You have a lot of wildlife. Entrenchment Creek uh, is there. Um, so you had a lot of sounds, you know, as, associated with uh, with wildlife. Um, and, and still there's some, but as we were talking before your show started, um, there's so much activity going on over there now. Uh, and, and wildlife are not particularly welcoming of, of loud noises and constant right. disruption and that kind of thing. So you don't have the wildlife presence that used to be there. Um, but if we are successful with staving off um, uh, the the swapping of 40 acres of Entrenchment Creek Park to a private developer, um, I mean, at least that will keep that 136 acre parcel intact. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, again, you'll have 125 acres of park left next to the training facility, but there will be so much disruption there. I'm not sure how wildlife yeah. will take to that. Yeah. It's machine noise and then it'd yeah. be that kind of militant noise and then all the helicopters and everything. Um yeah. Although what we did hear was frogs mostly in the wetland area. And so I, yeah. I play a clip for our listeners uh, of being serenaded by the frogs there, which was actually pretty lovely. Yeah. As you walk up the path uh, to the right or into the left, there's a big uh, wetland area and we yeah. had some rain last night. Yeah. yeah. So that's why you hear that. <laughs> Well, um, 
I read a recent news story about an ecological legal case that your South River Watershed Alliance brought in court related to protecting the wetlands, creeks, and the South River from sediment and pollutants caused by the law enforcement center construction. But it seemed like the judge did not rule in favor of your water protection concerns. Can you tell us about that kind of in layman's terms? Sure. Um, you know, we we filed the lawsuit back in August of 2023. And uh, courts, when they want to uh, work very slowly, doesn't have to be that way. Um, and it, it just depends on what kind of urgency they place on the issue. Uh, so we filed a lawsuit back in August of 2023, and then our attorney uh, filed for a temporary injunction, a hearing on a temporary injunction, a temporary injunction to to halt the construction until the judge, the court, actually heard our lawsuit. Yeah. And that's what happened, uh, uh, I think it was in December of last year, I think, maybe, I think it was December of last year. Um, so th that was the pretext, the reason for it. And we had the hearing, the federal judge ruled against us. You know, it's it's amazing how the, the courts uh, uh, is looking at um, this, and 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 the police foundation is depending on it. Uh, you know, they're hoping to get to a point where any court will say, "Well, they made so much progress with the facility now. You know, we can't stop them." And actually, that kind of plays into the delay that judges throw into the mix as well, because we had the temporary uh, injunction request. It took. Four, four and a half months to even get on the docket and have that being heard. Still don't have a date for our actual uh, case re, uh, re, uh, case that focuses on the Clean Water Act issue, you know, associated with the site. And that is that uh, the uh, Entrenchment Creek is, as I mentioned earlier, part of City of Atlanta's combined uh, sewer system. Uh, it is already impacted. It catches all of the sediment and stormwater coming out of Atlanta with all of its development. And so um, it is um, the uh, Georgia EPD sets limits on how much sediment this, the uh, that entrenchment creek can assimilate and still meet water quality standards. And when I talk about water quality standards, it just supports wildlife. It supports aquatic life. Okay. So it has to be of a quality under the Clean Water Act to support aquatic life. Yes. And it is already, uh, when we filed our lawsuit, it was already, it had already surpassed that limit by a lot. And mm -hmm. so our claim is that it was already surpassed it. This makes it worse. It violates yeah. the Clean Water Act. It's not going to make it better to have yeah. it. No. Yeah. And so that's that's it. And it, it's a legitimate claim. It's what Clean Water Act claims are all about. Yeah. But we have not been able to yet get uh, even a date for um, a court hearing. Okay, so it's still it hasn't been denied. It's not like they're saying, oh, it's clean enough. It's just that they haven't really ruled on it yet or something or like right. the, the batters, battles. Not yeah, going. they, they have the to establish. Okay, yeah. So uh, 
it, it has to uh and 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 the temporary injunction that the judge you know ruled the interesting thing is with the temporary injunction it's this whole notion of imminent harm and i you know and like i said it was already over its limit and and whether or not it's imminent harm since it was the 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 creek has already surpassed its limit on sediment yeah. um and and so that that was the issue in him ruling against us on imminent harm, uh, you know, but uh, when it came, so he dismissed our temporary injunction. Okay. Uh, but the interesting thing is, uh, even though he hasn't set a court date, uh, he, he actually, um, if, if, when you read it, he was not convinced of uh, the city of Atlanta's claim in in as in, in their uh, response to our our Clean Water Act uh, concerns because it does violate the Clean Water Act. That's just a fact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, he he didn't dismiss our law lawsuit. He's just been very slow about, and and that was very clear in his ruling uh, that he put city of Atlanta on notice that. Um, he was not convinced that this doesn't violate the Clean Water Act. It's just, well, that's good, right? We just don't have a date for the hearing yet. Yeah. Right, right. But yes, the ability for um, a waterways and creeks to support life seems a, a, like a minimum standard. Um, but I know sometimes we don't value wildlife and nature once some human oriented development is involved and then we look at the economics you know but this happens again and again and that's why yes. we have wildlife uh you know in decline in, you know in in the united states but yeah if you're just joining us on radio free georgia this is in tune to nature and i'm host carrie freeman talking about the movement to save the atlanta forest and Stop Cop City with Dr. Jacqueline Eccles, board president of the South River Watershed Alliance. Their website is southriverga.org. Dr. Eccles, I wanted you to speak to the proposed Cop City Training Center as an issue of environmental injustice and environmental racism for the local human communities. I understand that you're part of filing a civil rights lawsuit against the building of Cop City in the South River Watershed area. Can you tell us about this civil rights lawsuit? Sure. Um, well, it's actually not a lawsuit. You know, okay. That's, that's a, a point of clarity uh, because um, it's an uh, administrative uh, complaint. Okay. Um, it's a or administrative appeal. You know, but it's an administrative. The key is it's not legal. It's an administrative process that is reviewed through EPA. Okay. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, it's based on um, it's Title VI of the Civil Rights Act. It's, okay. it's, it's the legal basis for the complaint, uh, uh, which actually um, provides for equal protection under the law. And our claim is that, that um, folks who are living in that area are being denied equal protection uh, under the law because Title VI of the of the Civil Rights uh, Act uh, speaks to that, and it's 
we submit it. And really the basis of it is uh, what's called intentional and unintentional harm. You know, I don't know if you're familiar with the, with the Civil Rights Act, but it's, it's kind of a two big issues in it. And there's, it's been, the Civil Rights Act has been under assault now since Trump on the issue of unintentional impacts, right? Uh, where, you know, the, the whole argument of, of what was there first, the community or the pollution. <laughs> and so if, if the, if somehow the case can be made that they were there simultaneously or it wasn't intentional when the the industry was introduced that it would cause harm. You know, it's not because the population is a minority population or a black population. So all of the detrimental impacts were unintentional. And, and a lot of cases uh, when it comes to equal protection under the law have been won and, and, and and reviewed under that unintentional uh, component because it covers a lot very easily. When you start to talk about intentional impacts, that's a whole different ballgame. And what we did uh, to be sure that we covered all the bases and, and we had the facts to back us up, uh, back in October of 2023, we filed uh, an administrative complaint, uh, Title VI, uh, related to the police training facility, you know, Cop City. And we, and, and for us, and for me, and, uh, you know, and how we view this in terms of our uh, complaint is that uh, this was intentional. You know, what's going on uh, in that community is intentional. Uh, environmental justice issues may be unintentional. A lot of them are. It's not that they aren't real and they aren't detrimental. The impacts are real, but they were unintentional. Our claim in terms of our um, administrative complaint, uh, uh, complaint to EPA, as I said, which was submitted in October, they have 180 days. It has been accepted. It was accepted for review. This is 180 days for them to review uh, the complaint. So that should put a decision somewhere uh, maybe in late April. Okay. Um, but it's that the, the difference between environmental justice and environmental racism is the issue that we raised is that you know, racism is intentional. And uh, it's, and when you look at how the whole cop city training facility came about, uh, uh, and, and I use three criteria uh, and uh, that's used to make this determination. One is, uh, three of them, the three are, it's discrimination in environmental policymaking, enforcement of regulations and laws, and targeting, and the third is targeting communities of color for the siting of toxic and polluting industries resulting in disproportionate harm. Yes. Um, and when you really look at, at what's happened here with, with Cop City, the, the training facility, 
is that uh, just take them one at a time, you know, discrimination and environmental policy making. Everybody knows that that 300 acres was designated a park. It was designated a park in 2017 by the city of Atlanta. Uh, the council voted unanimously on it. The mayor signed it. It's part of the charter. Uh, and it was to, it's included in their long-term, long-range, uh, the parks, the planning department's long-range plans for park uh, development way into the future. And this was just not about the South River. This is about the Chattahoochee as well. This was about Atlanta as a whole. Yeah. So it's included in this document. Uh, and, and the policy making part was done. It was 300 acres is the South River Forest. That's where that number, came, that's where that name came from. Okay. Um, a legally binding document. And it wasn't rescinded. It wasn't anything. I mean, when we woke up one morning, they had decided, though, no, they're going to give two thirds of it to the police foundation. So that was the policy making part. Enforcement of regulations and laws. Developing that facility violates the Clean Water Act. We've talked about that already. That's a fact. Okay. The the, the evidence is there. The lawsuits in court. Um, you know, that's just how that is. The third uh, criteria is uh, citing a community of color uh, for a polluting industry causing disproportionate harm. There are other ways that police could get training. No yeah. one has denied that. No. There's not another 300 acre piece of land in the city of Atlanta that you can destroy to do it, and nor should you. Mm -hmm. And that's been our case for the city of Atlanta. This is not in not in my backyard. This is not in anybody's backyard because nobody wants this. And so um, they could have. You would have to reconfigure what the training facility looks like, but yeah. it's doable. And so when you use those three criteria, which separates that from environmental justice. What's going on at Cop City is environmental racism, pure, simple, documented. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing more about the results of that um, administrative uh, <laughs> claim that you filed uh, later this year. And thank you for um, being brave enough to stand up for the community and do that. We're out of time, but is there a website or anything you want to share with people who want to get involved or just kind of stay informed? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we, our executive director does a wonderful job of, okay. uh, with social, uh, social media. We put out a newsletter, you know, about every quarter. Our website is South River GA. Uh, dot org, you know, hashtags for uh, Instagram and Facebook are South River GA. Uh, okay. So yeah, follow us. Um, they are usually really pretty up to date and, you know, the more the merrier. All right. Well, that's the end of our show, but I want to thank you, Dr. Jacqueline Eccles, for being with us on Radio Free Georgia's In Tune to Nature program. Thanks for the environmental justice work you and others do at the South River Watershed Alliance to protect our local communities and river and watershed from industrial activities that undermine the health and well-being of humans and other species. Thank you. Glad to be here. Let me know when I can come back. <laughs> that's right. All right. Okay. 
Take care. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to In Tune to Nature, broadcasting every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time online at wrfg.org and on Atlanta radio station 89.3 FM. We post action items, news, and podcasts of the sh- on the show's website, facebook.com forward slash In Tune to Nature. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of WRFG, its board, staff, or volunteers. I'm one of those volunteers. I'm host Carrie Freeman asking you to please support independent non-commercial media like Radio Free Georgia. And remember to take care of yourself and others, including other species. Thank you for listening. Cheers.